our beloved chiropractic profession faces challenges like never before. These challenges come from not only outside the profession, but also from within. Hi, I'm Dr. Bobby Braille, and I've had the opportunity to see this profession as a practitioner, a teacher, an administrator, and a politician. In my over 40 years in chiropractic, I've just about seen it all. Join me on Cairo Rants for an honest and no-holds-barred discussion about all aspects of chiropractic practice, politics, education, and philosophy. We'll talk about subjects that most only want to whisper about, and we'll interview the leaders in our profession to get some straight-up answers. If you're looking for a politically correct chiropractic discussion, this is not the place. Welcome to Cairo Rants. Hi, and welcome to this episode of Cairo Rants. Uh, today we have a very special guest on, a uh, dear friend of mine for many years. Uh, most of you know him. I mean, not only is he a legendary chiropractor, but also the uh, driving force, uh, starter, um, founder of New Beginnings Meetings up in New Jersey. So uh, I want to uh, bring to the microphone here, <clears throat> via phone, uh, Dr. Jim Dubell. Good hey, afternoon. Bobby, how are you? I'm doing near perfect. How are you today? Yeah, the same way. Just living the dream, being a chiropractor, my friend. That's a wonderful thing. Uh, yep. For those who may not know anything about you, and there's going to be people listening who, who maybe haven't heard of you, um, tell us a little bit about how you got into chiropractic. Let's start right there. How did you get into this thing, chiropractic? Well, it was uh, a stroke of good luck. How's that sound? I was uh, I graduated college and I was a, a biology teacher uh, here in New Jersey at high school and uh, another good friend of mine uh, had gone out to this place called Palmer College of Chiropractic out in Davenport, Iowa and this buddy who was in my fraternity in college called me up he says Dubell he says this is the greatest thing I've ever experienced he says it, it's it's holistic it's uh, hands-on it's something you would really like I said, well, what is it? He said, chiropractic. And quite honestly, I had been to a chiropractor, you know, maybe in high school uh, for an athletic injury, but that was it. Um, didn't didn't really give it much thought. And he said, nah, he, I'm going I'm to get you a book. And he sent me a book by this guy named B.J. Palmer. <laughs> and it was a green-covered book. And uh, he said, read some of this and see what it, you know, if it, if it twitch your interest. Because I was unhappy being a teacher, you know. I wasn't cut off for that. And uh, I read some of the book, and I liked it. And I called him up, and I said, his name which, is Rich. Which one was it? Which green book was it? I believe it was Bigness of the Fellow Within. Okay, and, good. Uh, I think it's volume 18. And uh, I read uh, a, a few pieces of it, and it was just, you know, you read something. Quite honestly, I read a, a, a paragraph, and I went to bed that night. And I got up the next morning and said, hey, i got to read that again. It twicked my interest. I read the same paragraph, and it said something totally different to me. But it was exciting. It was, it was something new. It was something that I said, you know what, I can get into this. So fast forward, uh, went to Palmer, got out of there, and to practice. Well, it's been 40 years now um, here in New Jersey. So I'm, I'm, uh, I don't know if you want to call it a principal. We don't use the word straight mixer anymore, I don't think. But I'm a principal chiropractor. I use my hands pretty much only. Uh, I, I have weakened my stance and now use an instrument. Yeah, you get get a little bit old, can't bend over like I used to. <laughs> so, <laughs> it's amazing um, that you that. have to think using an instrument to adjust a subluxation is somehow weakening. 
Well, you know what? That's the way I thought. It was a little mm-hmm. demented thought back then. You know, God, we were going to change the world with just our hands because that's what B.J. Palmer said and, you know, Sid Williams said. And uh, now, you know, things are changing. The technology is totally different. But the basic, you know, premise, everything in chiropractic, you know, you move the bone off the nerve, it frees up the nervous system, and you see miracles. So that's, that's about me. You know, I've been pretty much in uh, the Red Bank area my whole career. Um, you know, maybe two or three different locations in, in within a block of each other. Just changed the the building as I became uh, more and more, uh, I guess, successful or busy. Um, now you and mentioned I'm, we're still there today. In fact, my daughter Stephanie Dubell, she's in my practice uh, as we speak right now, serving people. That's a wonderful so. thing. Now you mentioned uh, uh, B.J. Palmer. You mentioned Sid Williams. Who would you say are the people who have influenced you the most in chiropractic? Uh, who who set you on well, the course you that just, you're on? Innate, we just named two of them. I mean, it started with BJ. And if if somebody out there on the moon hasn't heard of BJ Palmer, well, look him up. He wrote all these books. We call them the green books because they have a green cover on them. But they started out, and they they were very um, embryonic uh, in their development. They're, they're the early books. And then as he got into it, he started realizing what he had with chiropractic and this thing that this healing power we have in our bodies and how chiropractic reduces that. He called it, you know, you're innate. So he really drove that home. And having been, you know, a person that, that went to uh, to Palmer, went to the school that, you know, where it all started, uh, I, I really got into it. So that being said, I heard about this thing called uh, DE down in Atlanta, Georgia, back in the 70s. And I used to drive from Davenport you know, I guess it was 21, 26 hours from Davenport, Iowa to uh, to Marietta, Georgia, to hear Sid Williams and all the people that were speaking then, uh, which really just lit a flame, you know, in my heart and soul for chiropractic. In answering your question, you know, it takes a while to answer a question. Uh, <laughs> there were speakers there, you know, Jimmy Gregg, John Hoffman, uh, Ian Grassum, uh, on and on, uh, Chuck Ribley, and one of the crazies, Jim Sigafoos. My goodness, I'll tell you what, he, if you can get his tapes or anything, uh, or his books, he still wrote some stuff. He's, you know, he passed away a few years ago. He was probably one of my top mentors. Between him and Sid Williams, uh, these guys had a, a passion for chiropractic, an understanding for our philosophy. And I talk philosophy, Bob, because you know you grew up, you cut your teeth on the, on the same uh, range that I did. Uh, it, the philosophy is what makes or breaks a chiropractor. It, it's what makes us stand separate and distinct from any other health profession. And the philosophy of chiropractic makes us stand different from any other chiropractor because there's guys out there that chase symptoms and do other, all kinds of other things that aren't philosophically sound. Um, and they're struggling. It's like a revolving door. Somebody comes in for a bad back, they go back out. They come in for a headache, they go back out. You don't see them again because chiropractic works and they get better. Uh, when you got the philosophy and know why you're adjusting and, you know, the, the true magnitude of, of chiropractic with, you know, philosophical chiropractic, the power that made your body, heals your body, that goes no other way, you make that adjustment, uh, it, it changes them. Oh, my God. They, then your practice is wonderful. I've got patients right now, Bob, I'm sure you do too, 40 years into it, they're still coming in. They're bringing their kids and their grandkids. And I hate to say great, great grandkids. <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> yeah. yeah we, we're dating ourselves there, Jim. Um, now, you've had the opportunity not only to be changed by these great chiropractors you mentioned, but also you've changed a lot of lives yourselves. 
um, the New Beginnings meetings that have literally changed thousands of people's lives, uh, thousands of chiropractors' lives, and therefore the people they touch. Tell us a little bit about how New Beginnings got started. How did this thing come to pass? Okay, uh, an interesting question. When I got out of Palmer back in 1980, uh, remember I said I had that one or two green books. Um, I started collecting them because I thought they were fascinating. And they said, you know, get green books, buy them, sell them, borrow them, whatever you have to do, get a green book, big borrow and steal. And I started doing a collection and reading them. Some of them, quite honestly, the early ones were so outdated, you know, with the, the technique and, and the thought that I have to get a newer one and a newer one. And then I found some of the, the newer ones, when I say newer ones, the ones from the 50s and 60s, right before B.J. Palmer passed. He sort of really got it, got it together. Um, so I collected these books and I would read them. Uh, and I'd read, you know, uh, I'll give you an example, The Known Man. And I was reading some sections of it. That's one of the green books. It's the name of The Known Man. And I'm reading it, and uh, I went into my office, and I called up, you know, a couple people and said, hey, listen, I just read this stuff. you got to hear this about you know, uh, B.J. Palmer. So why don't we come over Wednesday and get together in my office? So I called up two or three local chiropractors, and I said, call anybody you want. Well, the first night we had a meeting, we had about six or seven chiropractors, and I literally discussed what I had read in the Green Book, because these other people went to New York, they went to, uh, some went to Life, somebody went to Sherman, somebody went to National, and they didn't even know about Green Books. So when I explained to them and read the books, they got excited about the philosophy, and during that week, people were calling me, hey, Jim, you know, that's that, the way we talked it out and then hashed it out, the, the philosophy, we all have the same problems, we all have the same, you know, uh, needs and understandings, but when we talk as a group, got together and, and really hashed it out and stirred it up, my practice took off. I started talking. I said the right words to people. I was able to answer questions with, to patients. So with that being said, we started doing it on a, on a monthly basis. And we had one meeting. We had a, a guy by the name of Bob Satilli. You remember Bob? Yep. Okay. Bob Satilli came down to my office, and I had 40 people in my office. Well, my office only holds 20 people. Uh, you know, it, they were they were sweating on top of each other, and Bob gave a, a fire and brimstone talk and got everybody all worked up about being a, a chiropractor and going out and serving the world. Um, with him getting done with that, we said, "Geez, we got to do something else. We got to get a hall or something." So the next logical step was we went to a Knights of Columbus hall and rented it, and we brought in another great Reggie Gold. And uh, Reggie came from Pennsylvania, came here to New Jersey. And he spoke, and that was the beginning of what we later called New Beginnings, and we had just oodles of people from all over. Um, the thing with New Beginnings, we're not selective. We're a family. Uh, you can come. I don't care how you practice. I don't care where you went to school. I don't care if you're seeing two people a day or 60 people a day. Uh, you come to New Beginnings, and, it's, and you share. And somebody that might be struggling can talk to somebody that's not struggling, and it turns their life around. So with that being said, we just said, you know, everybody could come, come on down. And we used the old dynamic essentials, the DE principles that Sid installed upon us, plus all the B.J. Palmer philosophy, put all that together. And, and now it's been 30 years of doing new beginnings, three times a year, which is sort of crazy. So that's how we got started, and that's where we are today. Um, it, it's, it's been fun. It's been a long, strange ride. I tell you, I can recommend for anybody who's never been to a New Beginnings meeting, you have to go. Uh, these things are phenomenal. The love, the principle, the growth. Uh, it is absolutely something you want to go to. you got to go to New Jersey to do it. 
But uh, yeah, unfortunately, there you go. That's <laughs> the only hard. But you know what? We're on the we're on the Jersey Shore. You know, you come to the Atlantic Ocean, go for a little swim, relax, uh, and you know, enjoy yourself there. Not a bad thing at all. Yeah. What do you see for the future of New Beginnings? I mean, looking forward, what do you see next? What do you see happening uh, long term in this thing? Well, you know, the one thing I'll, I'll start, not New Beginnings, but chiropractic. Chiropractic is just about ready to hit it, it, its prime. It's a wave that's going to crest. People are now looking, the, the new generation, and I'll say I'm a baby boomer, so the millennials and the Generation Xers, they're looking for something different. They're sick and tired of taking drugs. They're sick and tired of being, you know, told how to keep healthy. They're eating better. They're exercising. I've never seen people run all over, going to the gyms, you know, in my lifetime. It's incredible. Chiropractic is part of that. So I see chiropractic taking off. I see people that can explain chiropractic that when you're getting adjusted, your immune system's better, your body's working better, uh, physiologically everything works better when there's no interference with your body. So chiropractic has to be part of everyone's everyone's you know uh, thought pattern when it comes to health. Um, now getting to new beginnings, we're staying with the philosophy. The, the philosophy in almost 125 years has not changed, Bobby. You know that. Yep. Principles. Uh, you know, from day one, from 1895, when the first adjustment was made and they figured out, wow, we, we changed something here. You know, they didn't know what they had. That nerve was pinched. They unpinched it, and, you know, Harvey Lillard's hearing came back. So today, if you unpinch a nerve, it, oh, my God, it, 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 you don't know what's going to happen. Chiropractic works. It works every single time. Unbeknownst to us, we may want expect one result. But it works. You may not see that result, but it works. It works. It works. Every time you move a bone back into its normal position, the body has the opportunity to heal. And you built your practice on that. I built my practice on that. And both of us have been very successful. Uh, and you try to tell, you know, the, the people behind us, the younger generation, to understand this. And once they do and they get it, oh, it takes off. Now, finally getting around to new beginnings, what we've done is we've been all over New Jersey, and we like uh, down here at the Jersey Shore we're going to this place called Asbury Park, New Jersey, which is where Bruce Springsteen, John Bon Jovi, Southside Johnny and the Jukes, and just about every other musician has played down at the Stone Pony or the Wonder Bar. And we're going down there. We got the hotel, which is the Berkeley Hotel, literally right on the beach by Convention Hall. And Asbury Park is a 200-year-old seaside community that has gone through a resurgence. And it's not only the home of rock and roll here in the United States, um, it's now an eclectic artsy town that people want to go to. So we're going down there. We're going to bring new beginnings there. Um, we've also been almost forced into doing continuing ed, but we do it in the right way. We bring in good principled people that, uh, you know, you're not going to sit in the back of the room putting, uh, you know, toothpicks in your eyes trying to keep awake. We've got people that are going to be exciting and talking philosophy um, and talking whatever the subject happens to be. Uh, so we're doing that um, this year. We're doing two times down here in Asbury. We're going to do May fifteenth, sixteenth, seventeenth, and October twenty fourth, fifth, and sixth. And we and what we've also done is we associate ourselves with a different school. This particular one in May, we're doing Life University, Life Chiropractic College, um, featuring a bunch of great speakers, which I'm not going to do an advertisement for it. They can look it up. And then in the fall, we're doing Sherman College and a bunch of their their speakers. So. The, the key, the key to the whole thing for us is it's philosophical, it's, it's principled, 
um, and that's what we stay with. We don't allow all that other nonsense that's out there in the profession. There's, there's doctors that come that have every machine in the world, uh, and they come to New Beginnings because they need to get dipped again. They need to, to hear that chiropractic works instead of going back and using the, the modalities and all. Modalities work, but it's not chiropractic. You know, and I hate to be that rude, but that's truly the way I feel. So New Beginnings is, is we're not stopping. It's been 30 years. Uh, doing it three times a year. We've got a board of directors that keeps me on the straight and narrow. Uh, and that's pretty much what we're doing. We're not stopping anytime soon, Bob. Well, that's great. Now, I know New Beginnings has always also been very strong with uh, students and helping out students. So as a general focus, I know in my office here, we have interns on a regular basis. And I'm so close to Life University that I speak with a lot of students I've been noticing a drift in chiropractic education, even amongst the schools that were uh, like life or whatever, traditionally more principled. I've noticed a defocus on certain types of adjusting, on on the fact that miracles can occur. I don't know if you've been noticing it, but uh, what's your feeling on the, the chiropractic education and how is New Beginnings addressing this to help the students? start off, students can come to New Beginnings. We set up a student fund from our doctors where they can literally come to New Beginnings, get a room, get their tuition paid, and there's, there's pizza you know, parlors, uh, par- parties, uh, there's, there's all kinds of ancillary events for the student bucks to attend. And the only reason we charge $50 is to make sure they show up, because once you have an investment, you, know, you own it, you have to be there. Now, in answering the question of you know, the, a change from maybe the times when we went to to events like DE and, and listen to people, listen to Sigafoos or Reggie Gold or someone. Um, the internet. People go on the internet and there's tapes out there, there's people doing it. And the second thing is there's coaches. There's so many coaches now. When you and I did it, Bob, there's, you know, no one. You know, it started off at Parker and then they did uh, DE and then, you know, we started New Beginnings and, uh, you know, that, that was it back in the day. You know, a few of the state associations would have a a yearly uh, convention, but there wasn't a lot around. I think that, in in my mind, I would rather be sitting in the room listening to you speak, you know, Bobby Brell getting up and, and articulating and saying things and talking to me, um, than putting you on, on a, a computer somewhere and listening to it for two hours. It, there's more to it. There's going to lunch. There's, uh, you know, walking down the boardwalk with somebody in, in Jersey, and they're talking, uh, you know, the philosophy of chiropractic and how their practice uh, took off because they did X, Y, and Z. Our students need to get back to that. Um, life used to do an in- incredible job with it. I mean, uh, Jules Marsh is still doing a great job down there. Uh, it's difficult, though. You know, the, the younger generation is a computer generation, and they've never known life without a computer. You know, they're 25 years old, and... Uh, Computers been part of their life. I remember my first computer. I had a floppy disk. It cost me fourteen thousand dollars. The thing was uh, probably about twelve inches in diameter. Yeah. And I had a computer that was now by now my phone's got more memory than that that computer had. So the kids are getting a different education. Here's the thing. I'm going to go back to this again. Chiropractic, same as it ever was. Remember, I said in 125 years, the stuff in, in B.J. Palmer's green books has not changed. You move a bone off a nerve, and the power that made the body heals the body. That remains the same. That will always remain the same. The same as it always was. Same as it always was. It will always be that way. There's no, there's, you know, Bob, there's nothing that can heal or cure the body. There's no drug. There's no, no, no surgical procedure. You do something, they, they do a surgery, and they go, okay, now it's in God's hands. Well, that's innate. Now your body's going to heal itself. 
Where a chiropractor, they give you an adjustment. They go, there you go, we got everything. So let's just see what happens here. Your body's going to heal itself, and the body is given the opportunity, the ability to heal itself after a chiropractic adjustment. Medicine, they give you drugs. What does it do? It speeds up or slows down the body. Pretty much all, the only thing. And uh, it, it, it's crazy. Everybody in the world needs to go to a chiropractor. Everybody in the world needs to get checked, see if they have vertebral subluxation, and get it corrected. Why would you walk around with, with a subluxation? Even the chiropractors, they go, oh, I'll get it next week. That's a bunch of baloney. You've got to get adjusted religiously. You do, I do, and all the rest of the, the old successful guys, they didn't do. So that's, that's the big thing. We've got to get to the students. And you mentioned miracles when you said that to me a minute ago. I saw miracles, you saw miracles, because we expected miracles. We moved a bone off a nerve, and you expected that little baby to, 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 to cry when it couldn't cry or, or to, to have a bowel movement when it was, it's locked up. You expected that woman who couldn't get pregnant when you, you had your third adjustment on her. All of a sudden, she goes, Doc, I want to tell you, you got me pregnant. We've all had that story. <laughs> and we're getting away from that, you know, because it, we're not looking for that. We're looking for something else. We're looking for acceptance. We're looking for an insurance check. We're looking for some nonsense. Bobby, it, it breaks my heart because we have something in our hands that, that God has given us the ability to, to, to change the world with our hands. All we got to do is get the philosophical understanding that we can do it and then do it, and it'll happen. I could go on and on. I know you got other questions, so I'll just get off the high horse right now. <laughs> well, I thank, I thank you for the passion on that. You know, I was um, recently, we just had a, a patient coming in. And I had in, I have interns right not right now they're in the break but uh, and one of the things I noticed is that they are extremely what's the symptom and then how do I treat it chiropractically and I, I don't know what that means because you and I look for subluxations and make a correction uh, and I had a gentleman come in who had been limping and he had pain in his leg and he'd been limping for a year he thought the limp was permanent and so he came in and I uh, looked took a look at him we X-rayed him did our exams and stuff and. Uh, I adjusted only his atlas with a toggle and the guy got up off the table, screamed and his limp was totally gone. And he was dancing around. He was walking up and down the hallway. So excited telling everybody. And the interns were like astounded. They have not seen that. They'd not heard that in school. And I was, you know, as grateful well, as I was sad. that they got it's it, sad. but I was, it was yeah, sad you know, that they don't get it. that. And how do you share that? I mean, now I'm going to ask you a question. How do you share that? you gotta, you got to tell the interns. you got to tell these other doctors. There's so much work that we have to do. You know, we, weren't, we were chosen to put on this earth to be chiropractors, and then eventually, because of our passion, I hate to say it, become the leaders that are pushing this thing forward. Uh, we've gotten complacent. We've gotten, we've put ourselves back in, in, into a holding pattern. Well, maybe I shouldn't say anything. Remember the old days? We get on an airplane, every stewardess got adjusted. Okay, you talk to people, you know, no matter where you were, I'm a chiropractor, I'm a chiropractor, I'm a chiropractor, I'm a chiropractor. Now, I, I see some guy who goes, oh, I, I, I'm Dr. Smith. I said, oh, how are you? What kind of doctor are you? Oh, I'm a, ch a chiropractor. I said, what? He's like mumbling, but he's doctor, Dr. Smith, a chiropractor. I used to come say, I'm a chiropractor. I'm Jim Dubell, I'm a chiropractor. Bobby Brill, chiropractor. You know, Jim Sigafoos, a chiropractor. Reggie Gold, a chiropractor. And you told people, and you did chiropractic. You didn't beat around the bush. These kids treating symptoms, well, good, yeah, chiropractic's wonderful for, for back pains, headaches, you know, all that other stuff for the symptoms. You can, you, somebody, listen, I'm not going to say people don't come in to me and say, hey, listen, I've got, uh, you know, a back pain or a stomach issue or this and that, I heard chiropractic. Yeah, get on the table. Am I going to get better? I'm going to correct the subluxation, and then your body will then have the ability to heal itself. And you know what? We see miracles daily. That's what we tell them. I, I, Bob, 
Uh, uh, don't get me started here. This conversation, <laughs> this, will, this will go for two hours. You've already gotten started. It's a wonderful thing. Yeah. I would be remiss if I didn't ask you, because right now, uh, as, as we're recording this, all over the news is everything about coronavirus and shutting down states and isolating people and everything like that. What advice do you have for chiropractors who are worried about, I guess, their business? You know, about, I mean, I was open this morning. We had a pretty busy morning here. But uh, um, what is your advice to chiropractors relative to dealing with this crisis or any future one like it? Okay, I'll, I'll use a little historical information. Back in 1917, 1918, they had the Spanish flu. Okay, it was all over. The boys came back from World War One, and they had this virus, uh, and they were dying left and right. Now, granted, too, exactly like today, they still had, there was no cure. There was no, no medicine for someone that had the flu, right? B.J. Palmer in Davenport, Iowa, rallied the troops, and he took all the doctors and students that were old enough to knew how to adjust, and they took a certain amount of students. I'd be remiss if I could tell you the exact number. I'd have to look it up quickly, but I'm not going to. But B.J. took, a, let's say, 1,200 people. And there was another 4,500 people that the MDs took. The MDs took 4,500 people, and they lost six, 700 of them. They died. BJ took 1,200 people, and they lost six people. And all they received was a chiropractic adjustment. They moved the bone off the nerve, and they healed up. So with that being said, to answer your question, we have to adjust. Now, I'm going to say, you've got to be safe, too. Let's not be realist, you know, stupid about this. Um, you wash your hands, you wash your table. You don't know if somebody's going to come in and they, they may have the, the COVID virus. Uh, so be smart. I saw a couple people wore masks in their office. A couple had gloves on. Well, whatever you feel comfortable with. But know that if you get adjusted, the chiropractor, your body's going to be healthy. Your immune system is going to fight off this COVID virus. COVID, you know what the common cold is a COVID virus. Okay, this just happens to be COVID-19. All right? And there's going to be a 20 and there's going to be a 21. The power that made the body heals the body. The human body is the only thing that can kill the virus, right? If they give you drugs that maybe they're going to find something that'll affect that virus, but it's also going to affect your liver, your kidneys, uh, your lower GI tract, your heart, and it may even cause brain damage. So we got to be real cautious. You get adjusted. God gave us an ability to Bob. We can adjust somebody. You and I, right now, if you came to New Jersey, you could adjust people. If I went to Florida, I could adjust people. If I went to Davenport, Iowa, or California, I could adjust people. I have my tools. i got five fingers on each tool. Those are my hands. And you know what? I can do it to white people, black people, yellow people, brown people. I can do it to people that speak English. I can do it to people that speak Spanish. I can do it to people that speak Asian or Chinese, Japanese, or any other language out there. I can still do that adjustment. I can do it to men or women. It doesn't matter. I can do it to people if they're Buddhist, Catholic, Jewish, Protestant, whatever religion. Guess what? Chiropractic transcends all that. You make an adjustment. You move a bone off a nerve on a person with a vertebral subluxation. You relieve the subluxation. Get it back into its normal position. Get the bones back to where they belong. And the power that made their body will heal their body. How incredible is that? Their innate will be released. You know, my innate can't change your innate. Your innate can't help mine. But if I move your vertebra back into place, your innate will then take over and start to heal your body. It's exciting. It's passionate. You got it. I got it. Those that get it 
don't even worry about it. They get to the office, they they watch it. You know, they're they're, they're smart. You know, in here in Jersey, we got to keep people six feet apart. We're not allowed to have a waiting room full of people. So you got to see them. You got to schedule them. You know, accordingly every ten minutes, and then wipe the tables down. Okay, I can go with that. That's good. I'll go with 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 the federal regulations. But people need to be adjusted. My office was open this morning too. And just, just like you, we're adjusting people. And the people that understand it come in. I had a guy call me this morning. He goes, Doc, I'm coughing. I got a sore throat. He says, I don't have a fever yet. What should I do? I said, you got to get adjusted. I said, you know, I'll adjust. He goes, I don't want to affect you. I said, no, you got to get adjusted, but we're going to be cautious about it. You know, you wear a mask, and, but I'm going to adjust your atlas. I'm going to make sure I do that. And we're going to do a crime. I'm going to turn my head the other way. I'm going to adjust them and get them out the door. I'm going to go wash my hands, and I'm not going to touch my face because I don't want to be stupid. You know, as strong as I think my body is, you never know. But in answering your question, Bob, we have the answer, a strong body. You eat properly, you exercise, you take care of yourself. And for those that can't do it, look, I'm getting a little older. I'm not going to go jogging. I'm not going to go exercising like some of the kids do. Uh, I try to watch what I eat, but I get adjusted religiously. Like, I mean, now with everything going on, once a day, I get my daughter, staff, adjust me, adjust me, adjust me. And I'm sure you're doing the same thing. And that's what the young kids got to do. They got to get themselves adjusted, their family adjustment, adjust under under care and adjusted, and then they can serve the public. So it's you believe in God, God will heal you. Your family, take care of it, and then chiropractic. God, family, and chiropractic. That's all I got to say on that. <laughs> well, before I give you a chance at a little final rant or a closing, uh, I don't know if you know this or not, but you are the Wikipedia chiropractor. Did you know that? You know, I saw that picture. Somebody sent it to me, and I, I don't know where I was or what I was doing. I think it might have been at one of the schools, either Sherman or Life. I was adjusting somebody, and don't ask me who took the picture or what. And uh, I think that's I think that's Adam Cantor's uh, son on the table. Yeah, for those who don't know, if you go to Wikipedia and you look up chiropractic, as distorted as the whole discussion is, one of the pictures is of Dr. Jim Dubell adjusting. You have your suit jacket, or, or at least a, a blazer on of some kind, yeah. and you're adjusting. I always thought that was that was hysterically great because if you do Google for chiropractic and it brings up Wikipedia, it uses that picture on Google. So uh, you I'm are popular. I'm, I'm famous. You are the the face of chiropractic in Wikipedia and Google, for that matter. So that's a yeah. wonderful thing. That's um, a good thing, I guess. I don't know. Uh, I'd rather have you than a lot of other people. Let me tell you. Yeah. Um, do you have any parting statements or any any last minute uh, um, advice or counsel for those who are listening to this podcast? Uh, I mean, you brought so much passion here. Uh, anything else you want to add to this for the listeners of this podcast? You know, just that you got to stay strong. Right now, with everything that's going on, there's people struggling with this COVID crap, and they're closing down. You know, here in New York and Jersey, they're they're literally uh, uh, unless you're going to the doctor and doing something, you can't even be out on the street. They're going to you know bring in the National Guard. They said it's crazy. All right, and you know what? Precaution. All I say, stay strong. Your practice will build. And you got to get yourself a mentor. You got to get to New Beginnings. You got to get to one of these decent DE. You got to get to uh, focus out in Oklahoma to mention a few Mile High, um, uh, Cairo, Cal Jam, something somewhere we can be around other chiropractors of like mind. Uh, Life University has uh, Jules does uh, was it Life Vision, and there, there's so many good places to go. You find yourself a mentor. I had Reggie and Jim Sigafus. And, and Sid Williams, of course. But with those guys, you, you couldn't get any, any better. 
I, I, I tell everybody, get a hold of some, some Palmer philosophy, some of the books, the older books um, that, he, that he put together, Palmer's Law of Life, uh, you know, things like that, and, and just read them. Read them once, read them twice. Get to a philosophy seminar. You can go get your nutrition and all your other stuff, but that's not philosophy. Once you get philosophy and you understand it, people need to like get to your office and be and follow you around. Get to new beginnings. Talk to me. Talk to the rest of the you know our board and be part of it. Um, that's how you're going to make a difference. Listen, Bob, I, I gain nothing. Gain nothing by sending somebody uh, to Calgion to hear some philosophy. Uh, I, they need they need to go. Some of the colleges are doing stuff, but they need to get back to philosophical chiropractic. There's some good neurology out there. There's good pathology stuff. There's good x-ray analysis. There's good nutrition. But it's not pure, principled chiropractic. When you understand that the power that made your body heals your body, oh, my God, when you, when you got it in your heart and your soul, you can't help but share it with your patients. Your patients get excited. They tell other people. You can walk in the office and, and see Mrs. Smith again and say, Mrs. Smith, how come you haven't sent me somebody? Oh, my God, should I do that, Doc? I didn't know I could. And you say, yeah, you can. Send more people in my office. I need, I need to be busier. I need, need to help more people. And if you do it out of your, your pure abundance, not for financial gain, but for doing it because you love it and enjoy it, then all of a sudden one day you wake up and you, you open the drawer in the office and go, where all this money come from? Well, you saw 40, 50 people today, Doc, and they all paid cash. <clears throat> oh, and you realize what it's all about. We've been given a gift, Bob, a blessing. Uh, and and I, my whole life I'm thankful for. Everything I have is because of chiropractic. Everything. There isn't one thing, whether it be my marriage, my wife, my kids, my practice, my friends, you, everybody else. It's all because of chiropractic. And once you realize that chiropractic is this strong, whew, boy, I'll tell you what, it, 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 it gets to you. It's with you the rest of your life. And that's about it. You know, I'd, of course, I'd encourage them all to come to New Beginnings in 2020. Well, how do they get um, information on How do they website, find out about you know? yeah, Tell them about the website, anything they need to, to get information on coming to New Beginnings. Yeah, at nbchiro.com. That's pretty easy nbchiro.com that'll be the basic stuff we got a Facebook thing so you can go on Facebook and just look up New Beginnings uh, we got a group site and a couple other sites and they can ask questions on there uh, there's an event site on, on Facebook also uh, right now you know the whole country's topsy-turvy and upside down uh, with this uh, coronavirus but once this thing reaches its peak <clears throat> and goes away which like it did in 1918 it'll reach a peak and go away um, New Beginnings is going to be strong. Our economy is going to be strong. The United States is going to come back. America, the world is going to come back. I see nothing but good things. But now is our time that chiropractors can adjust people and just say, hey, look, we can make a difference. Because there is no drug. There is no uh, vaccination. There is no anything to get rid of this, this COVID virus. There is a human body that can fight it off. And guess what? A strong human body with a great uh, ability to do that is is the only thing. Guess what chiropractors do? They they enhance the the body's ability to fight off colds, flus, viruses, everything. So they're they're innate, can, can understand it and attack it. So, with that being said, you know, uh, I did. I just like to see everybody this year. Let them come to New Beginnings. I'm glad you called me, Bob. I'm thrilled to talk to you. You're an old buddy for a long time, my friend. Back in the '70s, you know. So yep, we've been around I don't a want while. To tell everybody, that's how old we are. But uh, it, it's so good to talk to you. Well, Jim, I want to thank you for being a part of this uh, Cairo Rants. Uh, I certainly appreciate your passion, your leadership uh, with New Beginnings and in chiropractic in general. 
And I hope that uh, the people listening to this will uh, look up new beginnings and uh, plan on being at one of those meetings because they're spectacular. Thank you very much, uh, Dr. Jim. You have a wonderful rest of the day. God bless you. And uh, thank you all for listening to Cairo Rants. Thank you for listening to Cairo Rants. Subscribe for free and listen to insightful, truthful, and hard-hitting discussions with some of the biggest names in chiropractic. Cairo Rants is sponsored in part by Now You Know Online and in-office educational services. Learn how to expand your educational outreach to your patients and your community at www.nowyouknow.net. The opinions of Cairo Rants are exclusively those of Dr. Braille and do not reflect the opinions of any associations, groups, institutions, or sponsors mentioned in these podcasts. This has been Cairo Rants.